People deluded, I'm back again. I hope you're all well and safe. Welcome back to another edition of the Deluded Podcast, the DG Podcast, the Really and Truly Podcast. I hope everyone's in good spirits. I hope everyone's doing well and safe. I hope everyone's got a spring in their step because it's Friday, people. I'm sure you just heard the yawn. It's early in the morning, but like I said, it's Friday. So I hope you've all had a good week. I hope you've moved closer to your goals, dreams, hopes, aspirations, whatever you're trying to achieve in your life, whatever stage you're at. You know, I hope you can look back with a week of, of feeling proud you know obviously obviously it's coming on people you know two more sleeps then we're bringing back that big boy trophy i say bring it back we're at wembley in it so we've never had a better chance you know it's a chance of history i know some of you are old enough to remember 1966 i haven't seen england do anything of significance in my 25 years and i think now's the time We'll get onto it. Don't get it twisted. In fact, let's go. Let's before we speak about the game. Let's speak about Italy. Personally, you know, form, tactics, all of them things there go out the window, um, and upsets happen. So with that, I'll always back England. It's a final, isn't it? You can't disregard anyone. It's not really about tactics. Who's got what? It's about who wants it on the day. And you know, Italy are not perfect. Spain took them all the way. A woeful Spain side where they shanked it up for themselves. Obviously, remember Austria took them to extra time. Um, to be fair with you, Switzerland took a couple people all the way. So you can't look at that. I think Italy would just have too much for us because, you know, big up England and, 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 and them things there and the fans will make their noise felt. But if there's anyone who doesn't care about fan noise and all of that, it's the Italians. Not that the Italians are not going to have their own fans in there. And I'd say one Italian counts for 10. You know how passionate them men are. I'm blessed to have a lot of multicultural friends. I've got Italian friends, you know. He actually said time ago, if we play England in the final, he'll think he thinks we lose. But I don't know about that. He He... In a, in a form of footballing sense, he hates England. You know, they look at us as being super arrogant. And when you see the lasers with Casper Smeichel, the way we're carrying on, you can't get, you can't, you know, you can't disagree with it, really. You know, you hear how the Germans were speaking about us pre-game, the Croatians, the Scottish. It's England versus the rest of the world. Maybe even me saying that is arrogance because, you know, we might have this, we might just be inventing these chips on our shoulders. But we all know people want to humble England. They don't get that it's coming home. We was, were very pessimistic. You know, big up South Southgate and I have to say sorry about ever um, criticizing him because he showed me what well, you know he showed me levels. But nobody expected Southgate to be here. We were just saying it's coming home, and somehow we found ourselves in the final. Not to you get their own merit, we've earned it. But let's be real, we ain't played amazing. There ain't a system of playing. We're just freestyling. There's one two bits of individual brilliance. You know we're doing the Arsenal thing, and we found ourselves in the final. I'm not gonna care. Certainly not gonna care if we win it. But let's keep it true. You know every game we're talking about that central midfield period is Buki. obviously you know commiserations to Denmark because they fought to the end you know I, I actually applaud them because in the second half even in the third towards the end of the first they ran out of gas at one point it was just Michael versus us and they held it up you know Michael even saved the pen and then obviously Kane tapped in the rebound they worked very hard it just wasn't their day and you know unlike uh, unlike Denmark unlike us sorry Denmark have a system we don't have none of that I don't care because we're in the final but we ain't got no system we ain't got anything now when you look at the Italians they've got that in abundance I just feel it will come down to experience in it. And I just feel Italy's squad is at a healthier cycle than ours. You know, you've got the now or never guys, you know, the Benucci's, the Chiellini's, you know, these guys that are not going to be here in five or so years, people. So it's now or never. You've got the young guys at the right ages, the Chiesas and them sort of guys there. You've got a perfect midfield. Everything's right. You know, the Italians, obviously, they've conceded a clean, um, they're not keeping clean sheets anymore, but they have a good record in terms of defending. They're one of the most, 
you know, clinical goal scorers in this competition. You know, the manager, Mancini, if it gets to that, I think there's this confidence about them because they've been preparing for this moment for time, people. I just think they're going to be a formidable opponent. So from a footballing point of view, I can't lie to you. I can't really look for a reason for England. But that being said, you know, that's with looking at it without the whole, you know, football coach hat on anything can happen it's a final you know relish it it's the biggest game a lot of you will play in your in your careers and that's actually one thing I think with the Italians they'll handle that better because if we go back to the game we just won obviously against Denmark let's be real the occasion did look a bit like it overruled a couple man the whole team really the first five minutes we was on the Spain we was on the Spain team we looked like we was going to concede and then we had Denmark in our back pocket we didn't you know we didn't capitalize on that we went a goal behind unnecessary foul from Luke Shaw to give away you know poor positioning I felt from Pickford for that free kick but I, listen I'm not going to blame Pickford I think he was woeful but that's a fantastic free kick you know calling it fantastic is is is, is doing not doing it enough justice <laughs> And I actually think people personally, you know, that's a goal of the sea, goal of tournament contender. He's unlucky. You've seen Schick score, you know, apart from the Schick goal, you know, it's up there with Pogba's long range yard, you know, Forgan Hazards against Portugal. There's been a couple others and whatnot, people. Um, Yarmolenko done a mad thing. There's been a couple of them, do you get? But... Yeah, we it was unnecessary, and another day, on another day it could have been mad. I think the occasion got too bad for got got a bit too much. You know, Pickford seemed overruled. You know, Bakayo Saka obviously technically got an assist, but it's not an assist. You know, he looked a bit overruled by the situation, and that's that doesn't. This isn't a criticism. Man's nineteen. It's the biggest game. You know, it's not like club football. You know, where you're in an echo chamber, whether you play for Arsenal, Liverpool, Leeds, whatever, whether you win, lose or draw, you know, when you leave the ground or the next day, you still hear about it, obviously, but it's kind of quieted down. England, there's no escaping it. You flick on the TV, you flick on the news channel, you look at your favourite celebs on Insta, you know, you look at your own things, you can't get away. They've all got friends and family and everyone else and cheering them on. You know, it's not really a game of football. It's, it's almost like, no disrespect to anyone that's been in the army, but it's like national service. You can't get away from it and it's about controlling them emotions. And I just feel the Italians, they've been in, they've been around the block. They're used to this. You know, as much as we talk about pressure, them Italian men deal with pressure. You know, they're, you know, fortunately in England for these players, you know, Italy, Spain, couple of these countries, if you don't do the business, man, start chasing your car and them things there. So I think they'll deal with the pressure. You know, there's enough Italians living in England, you know, there's enough Italians that are going to make their way. Like I said, Italian, when it comes to atmosphere and stuff, the Italians know what to do. And like I said, you know, it's testament to how Italians cheer on their team. One Italian man or woman counts for, in my opinion, 10 to 20. So they will make their noise felt and it will be a good final, you know. We've got a, you know, the headlines are going to be England lose or England win. We're going to make more headlines, but we'd be the underdogs. Let's relish that, you know. Some of our players, same with their, some of their players may never get another chance of this. You know, some of you, not even an age thing. Some of you might be in the squad on form. Next World Cup, you might not get a call up, you know. Relish it. As much as there's a lot of pressure on this football game and all of these things, it's just a game of football. You know, you, pl you work for these moments. You worked your whole life for these moments. Don't have any regrets. Like I always say, don't have any regrets. Whatever position you have, don't leave thinking, obviously you're always going to feel you could have done more, but don't leave thinking, yeah, I should have done this. I played within myself. I did this. Relish it. Because at the end of the day, we've overachieved. Obviously, if we don't bring it home, it's it's gotten to be this close to be flirting. You know, it's like flirting with a girl in a rave and she ain't giving you the number, innit? It was all in, it was in, it was all in vain, really and truly. So, you know, you want to bring it home, but it's a fantastic achievement and... 
for me, I feel the whole the whole Euros has been a fantastic one in a, to to celebrate diversity in a day and age where you you know you've still got Tory MP saying because people are going to take the knee, they're not going to celebrate. Talk about cutting your nose to spite your face. What kind of nonsense? And I feel anyone that has a problem specifically with kneeling, not the organization and that other tosh. If somebody kneeling to just be treated equally, even though I don't believe in token gestures, if that makes your blood boil so much, you're fucking racist. It's that simple. You know, you cannot handle it. And, you know, the same people that were booing these knees, booing Raheem Sterling, of course, like idiots, they're shouting up and down. And I think, you know, as much as I'm saying it's coming home and all these things, we've got to remember society because just a few months ago, did you not see, you know, essential race wars in, in, in central London and things like that? So never, don't let this, while it's a good example of togetherness and things, don't let this pull wolves over eyes we know it is it's like the notion that people have to be doing exceptional things like these professional footballers the black ones etc to be treated as normal human beings is, is is atrocious you know you're seeing all these things come up about england without immigration and you know england without immigration bro you wouldn't have no nhs you wouldn't have half of these things in society but they're talking about from a footballing perspective what about the average man or woman? You know, the NF, the, the NHS, the TFL service, many of these things, you know, doctors and them thing there, you know, many things rely on immigration, bro. You know, they were telling all the, all, sadly, a lot of Eastern Europeans to get out of the country and now they're begging them to come back to pick the, the strawberries and things because there was a lot of workers of that nation there. You see how stupid it is? You look around at diversity. Well, England, Italy are in the final with a Brazilian in midfield, you know. We've got a Jamaican-born man that's that's doing the business for us, you know. And you've got a couple people that are mixed race and other black um, regions and things like that. Couple men got were playing for Ireland before that, you know. You see the Switzerland squad, how many was there? It's this Euros is a chance to champion champion diversity. Portuguese man, French, it is what it is. You know, we always want to divide. We should be celebrating differences, celebrating rich cultures coming together. But this is, you know, it, it is what it is. You know, again, while the country's coming together, and you can see the celebration celebrationary scenes never forget because i bet there's no you know they're gonna still talk about raheem sterling's tattoo they probably might put a positive spin on it but they're still gonna speak about it you know so i would say never be under the illusion what they look at you as but it's a good example of such but back to football it's a final anything can happen you do your job anything can happen you know spain are not in this final because of themselves shout out to italy but spain should have wrapped off the game in the first half should have wrapped it up should have smacked up italy their loss is Italy's gain. Specific to the Denmark game, like I said, man, obviously we did well to come from behind and stuff, but you do have to question our mentality initially. Um, you know, we did well. You know, obviously, players, it just looked like the occasion got to us. Was it a pen? Yes and no. In today's day and age, it is a pen. There's contact. Do I think it's a pen? Of course not. It's an absolute soft penalty, a joke of a pen, you know. And for them defenders in today's society... You should know, even Lovren, remember Lovren against Croatia, like he's not even looking and he's been given a pen. You can't defend, you know, defending is being rubbed out, you know, between the first thing a centre-half has to do is be able to be good with his feet. You can't, there's no advantage to the defenders. Like, for me, common sense would tell you, Raheem Sterling's looking for it. Like, I love Sterling, but he's looking for it. Even look at the goal we scored. The own goal's been tapped in by their key, by their captain, sorry. Raheem Sterling's diving. Go and look, go and look at it. Raheem Sterling is acting like he's been fouled in the build-up, you know. It's not just him who does it, bro. Bear other man from foreign countries do it. Bear man in the Premier League do it, you know. For me, from a logical point of view, he's chasing his first touch. He's running into nowhere. It's not a pen. He's looking for it. Then defenders should move out the way because they know there's going to be no advantage. There is contact. Not every contact is, is, is a pen, but at the same time, a soft penalty is a penalty, you know, by the law of the game. It is soft. 
And we did have to rely on that because what other goal did we rely on? But yeah, man, we did our, we did what we needed to do. We got over the line, really and truly. For me in the final, I think Henderson has to come in in place of Declan Rice or Phillips. I would have said Declan Rice in previous games, but I think, you know, I, th I actually think that was the worst I saw Calvin Phillips play. He was just getting spanned in midfield. And I just think Henderson gives you what they can give and he wants to pass the ball. You saw how deep Kane's dropping. You saw Kane's basically being a 10. Maguire's stepping into midfield. And then the other man can't get onto the ball because our midfield don't want it. They're in areas that they, they don't want to receive the ball. It's quite poor, man. You know, we can't, if we win the cup, we win the cup in it but it's dead man it's it's, it's absolutely dead um so yeah we did our we did our job man I'm, I'm not gonna lie we did our job we got through shout out to gareth southgate you know we did our job we prepared and now it's time for the hardest game of of these lots career and it's, it's just about managing your emotions and i would hope they can because you got a lot of players there who have played in finals been at cups cups with 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 high expectations and and the rest of it um you know, so they should be able to cope with it like the Italians have. Um, I'm not too sure. I don't think he's going to change anything. Grealish would always start for me. Henderson would come in for me. Um, Mount would play in the pivot if he can't play. I don't, I've not really been in. I like Mount, innit? Mount presses, but I don't think Mount's given us enough. I think Foden looked good in that off the, um, off the bench. Grealish was a bit meaty. I don't think he deserved to be um, taken off, though. If you was to ask me who I think is going to start, I don't think Bukayo Saka is going to start at right wing. I think he's going to look to inject either Sterling goal to that right-hand side and then Rashford come in or maybe even Rashford on the right, even though that's predictable. Jaden Sanjo, obviously. Saka could start, of course, but... I kind of agree with Gary Neville. I just don't think he's going to start, man. I just don't think he's going to start. And there's nothing wrong with that. You know, every it's a squad game. You know, everybody's played, even if it, whether whoever wins, everyone's played their, their part. You know, we only see the surface in cup football, international cup football. We only see the starting 11, the subs and winning. Then, man, they are together for hours. It's down to the, you know, the two the two second choice keepers to push the first choice. You know, the, the bench players to keep the morale high, to keep people going. You know, everyone's got a point to play. I know there's, you know, I can't even lie. Has Ben White even been in a Euro squad, official match day squad? I don't think so. But it's about keeping keeping everyone, keeping the spirits high. Everybody's part of it. Obviously, you want to play. And for me, if I'm not starting in the final, you know, it's like I never played. That's how I was in Sunday League. If I never started a game, it didn't feel like I was a part of it. I was still cheering that, but it felt I felt like being sick. Everyone's got a part to play. And I don't think nobody typifies that better than the Italians, actually, if I'm completely honest with you, because you just see bare man with, with good suits on, you know, you, there's a quiet confidence about them Italians, like you saw with with the penalties with Chiellini, man. The way Chiellini was treating Alba, so it's gonna be an interesting one indeed, folks, man. Hopefully we can get over the line. It'd be fantastic for the country for a week or so, and then we're gonna get back to to, to things. You know, you even seeing what's what's her face, what's her flying face, Miss um, Patel, the Tory talking about bring it home, bro. You would have deported Raheem Sterling. You know, if Raheem Sterling was a TFL worker, you would have or someone else, you would have deported him. Shut up, man. What are you on about? And I do think it's quite funny seeing MPs actually act like they give a crap about football. It's absolutely atrocious. And, you know, you saw the scenes in London. Just from getting to a semi-final, man, are surfing off double-decker buses and carrying on mad. So imagine if we win it, man. No wonder Boris Johnson allegedly said there might be an emergency bank holiday. Which, let's see what's going on in that regards. So, yeah, man, it is... It is what it is. There isn't too much to really speak about from from yeah from 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 that perspective. But what else was I going to speak about? Moving away from that, hopefully we do the job. You know, 
be keen to see what would my team player of the tournament be. Pedri wouldn't win it, but he'd get a shout. Again, I'd have to think, man. He'd be in my team at the tournament. But if we move on to other news, folks, people, other than other than the Euros and potentially bringing it home, there's some rather disturbing stuff, man. Like, obviously, we have to speak about everything. I'm just, I, I'm just trying to bring it up for, away from that, people. But before we get into that, Diego Simeone has extended his his deal at Atletico as as their head coach. He will remain in charge until June 2024. Um, a, a couple of his backroom staff, including Oscar Ortega. Pablo Vecilion and Nelson Navas and Hernan Bovini um, have all signed three-year deals. It sounds like a mob, in it? But they might be on to you still. Um, but, um, so, yeah, that's all I wanted to speak about. Again, Sergio Ramos has joined PSG as well. I'm actually trying to find the screenshot, people. It's quite disturbing, man, really and truly. Um, again... I'm not with the innocent. There's certain things I believe in innocent until proven guilty in it. So I want to be wary of things I, I want to say. But I was reading The Athletic, people. And again, I should really, one, one sec, I should really get Google up and see if there's any anything else as well, people. But it's quite disturbing, especially people like this that abuse their position. Um, allegedly, Celtic striker Leo Griffiths has been sent home from the club's pre-season training camp in Wales as Police Scotland investigate claims he sent inappropriate messages to an underage girl. As you know, Celtic are also looking into the claim people, which again, like I just said, that's effing disturbing. It's spooky and, you know... I, I, I want to say innocent until proven guilty because, again, you don't want to condemn if you don't know the facts and stuff. But there's certain things that, you know, I think you're guilty until proven innocent. You, at 30 year old, again, I don't I don't want to speculate, you know, about people maybe lying about their age and all these sort of things. But it's disgraceful. You as a 30 year old footballer, it's nasty. It's just man. Uh, it's just man. Uh, Men are, men are abusing their, their, their fingers. It's, it's quite disgusting, really and truly. And, you know. If he is a wrongin, then you know what deserves to happen to wrongins. Prison is too easy, man. He, you know, prison is too easy. You lot know what should happen. Pure jungle justice for these youths, especially someone that's a professional footballer. You know, abusing his position on a on a on a on a, on a schoolgirl. You know, even if this schoolgirl is lied about her age or whatever, you are the older party. You should know right from wrong. There's no excuse. And for me. You know, I with with respect, I don't understand how people find schoolgirls and them think they're attractive. You're looking at little kids' bodies; it's nasty. And then I think about it: you're absolutely. Why wouldn't you want grown women, grown bodies? But then I think about it, you're absolute sickhead because that little, you know, the little schoolgirl image, the innocentness that turns you on. You're a disgusting cunt. Pardon my language, but I've just typed his name in. People, cops have interviewed the 15-year-old schoolgirl who allegedly received an in who allegedly sorry received inappropriate messages from Celtic star Leo Griffiths who we can reveal this is on the scottish sun I'm, I'm on the internet people officers are understood to have visited the teenager and her family at home after pictures of instagram chats were made public this week people like i said 30 my man is my man's 15 years older than her technically if he had a kid younger he's old enough to be a dad or something it's nasty you know Apparently, it says it looks like the police are taking it seriously. Apparently, he was caught up in another online storm ne nearly a decade ago when he denied sending photos to 15-year-old girls. So, again, it's seen it like Donny has a history of this, people, really and truly. Apparently, the football ace hit out angrily at rumours that he'd been messing youngsters, messing, messaging youngsters in unearthed Twitter updates from 2012. That, um, he suspended his account. He's calling your cutie and stuff like I, I'm not even going to speak about what I'm reading. This is nastiness, man. So again, I don't know if he's he's got a track record of this. This is nastiness, man. Apparently, um, 
He said he was ditching his account. He said, shutting Twitter down, accusing me of sending pictures to a 15-year-old girl is playing sick. Again, I don't trust people in it, but Carl, what are you doing? You know? If you, you know, if, if this is just absolutely disgusting, bro. You're a grown man full of this, bro. Like, nasty. I don't even want to talk about none of these things, man. Like, if he's guilty, bro, prison and death is too easy for them dons there. I always say, for these dons that do these sort of things, honestly, you should get smacked up, absolutely punched the hell up. Then, you know, slapped on the wing, you know, you get a chain attached to your to your ankle, you know, every day, you, you know, you're getting enough food just to keep you alive every day, no matter what weather, you're, there's a big boulder in the middle of a, of a gym or something or, or exercise yards, you get a, you get a hammer, which is really not, a, not good enough to do the job. And your job is just to smack it, smack that thing into smaller bricks and literally make them do it until their backs break and their knees ache and they're begging you to die. And then saying, get out there again, you know, because death is too easy for these guys, even though that should be it, man. Absolute joke, man. And obviously you're going to get the you're going to get the book for you're going to get the you're going to get the book thrown at you. And as rightly so. Apparently, you know, I clicked on another uh, another thing. Leo Griffiths' ex not surprised and slammed Celtic star as cops probe inappropriate messages. So again, if she's not surprised, what I will say to her is you might have seen incidents like this before. Why didn't you speak up now? Why did you speak up now? You could have prevented a mad thing, you know, because one has to wonder how this is going to affect this 15 year old girl. Maybe people might say it's just messages and all these things. But how is that going to mess her up mentally? You know, you got man like this walking around in society, blood. In the public eye. So imagine all the things he's done that ain't came to light. Fucking wronging. If, you know. Oh, let me scroll all the way down, man. Apparently, the former lover of the Hoop star said um, he's got attention-seeking behaviour. Apparently, he can't blame anyone else for this. It's Leo's mess. He's twice her age, for goodness sake. A grown man with a girlfriend. What's he playing at? Um... Well, she actually hasn't said anything that I thought we'd see in this article. I thought she would have took a delve into his behaviour. But yeah, you know, I don't want to hear I didn't know age and things. Because again, you go on people's Instagram account. I'm pretty Not that I'm, I'm advocating any of you to do that, but I'm pretty sure there's clues that this is a little school you and all of these sort of things. And for him, while Leo Griffiths is a wrong him, because now, man are looking at your mum, your dad, your family and saying, yo, you are going for my man. You know, you lot raised him. You know, your girlfriend. I don't know. I assume he's got kids. You know, I don't know how old these kids are. You know, one day they might grow up and type your name in Google and they're going to see that daddy, who they think is their hero, is a nonce. It's absolute disgusting. And like I said, in the unlikely event that, you know, somehow he's, his name's been thrown under the wood, uh, under the uh, under the, under the the bridge, then obviously you issue a man an apology. But my man's a wrong him, bro. My man's a wrong and for a man's 31 this year, blood. 31, professional footballer, played for his country, you know, played in Europa League, got a girlfriend, you know, should be focusing on pre-season. Nasty cunt, bro. You know, dirty, dirty cunt, dirty cunt. Nasty, man. But less of that, man. Less of that. I don't want to spend no more time on guys like that, man. They're nasty, man. They're nasty. The less said on him, the better, innit? Hopefully the book gets thrown at Donny if he is doing what they're saying. He's doing, people. He deserves that. Um, away from all of that, though, and, um, you know, shout out to Crystal Palace for confirming the signing of, of Miguel Elise. He's going to be a great signing. When Eze is fit, Zaha stays in him, they're going to do a madness. And this guy, personally, I think I give him three, three, maybe four years max. Anything from 18 months to three years, and then he'll move on to a bigger club, in my humble opinion. But what a great steal it is for Crystal Palace to get him at £8 million. You know, he's very good in terms of link-up play. He was one of the most productive 
productive in terms of assists in the championship, I believe. You know, he can play a good part, final ball, he can dribble, he plays with his head up. He was at Chelsea before being released and yeah, man, he's gone from strength to strength. Um, if we look at Jose Mourinho, he's been in great form at Roma, people. Jose Mourinho defended his recent track record in the Premier League after being officially unveiled as Roma head coach on Thursday afternoon. The Portuguese uh, manager signed a three-year deal with the Italian club, making a return to Italy, as you know. Um, he said, at my last three clubs, I won the Premier League with Chelsea. I won three cups with Manchester United. I made it to the league final with Tottenham. We finished 12th that year before and then we came sixth and qualified for the Europa League. What is considered a disaster for me is something that other coaches have never achieved in their lifetime. It's crazy. This guy kills me, man. I love it. He said, there's a fantastic bond between Rome and the city and brings a lot of responsibility with it. And I feel that, but feel that, but... But we are not on holiday. We are here to work. The next challenge is always the most important. This is the next challenge. So it is the most important. We're not going to change things when we are not yet aware of everything we have within the group. It's very important to get to know them. Moving away from that, Pep Guardiola says Manchester City are being priced out of a, of a move to sign a replacement striker for Sergio Aguero. Allegedly, we already know they've made a £100 million bid for Tottenham's Harry Kane, who's allegedly told, you know, Spurs he wants to leave and he's got City United and Chelsea allegedly interested Pep said at the prices quoted we're not going to buy any strikers it's impossible we cannot afford it all the clubs are struggling financially we are not an exception we have Gab Jesus and Ferran Torres who have been incredible in this position we have young players in the academy and we played many times with a false nine there's more chance we're not going to buy a striker for next season We'll do whatever we can in the transfer window. And if we can't, we still have the squad that has won the league three years, three times in four years and reached the Champions League final. That's interesting, people. So, yeah, it is what it is in that regards, really. Should we, you know, to end this, should I type, should I type in BBC and see what transfer speculation and all them things they're, they're speaking about in the papers, people? Apparently, Fury versus Wilders due to a COVID outbreak has been suspended. So, my boxing fans, them... You know, we're not gonna see that we're not gonna see that one there kick off for a next I don't even know. But yeah. Apparently Liverpool have made an approach for Wolves in Spain winger Adama Traore. I don't think he's worth that. Bellerin wants to quit Arsenal. We want to quit you too, Bellerin. Apparently Inter Milan are interested in him as well. Let's see what's going on there. Allegedly Sergio Ramos had an offer from Arsenal. They're using our name for clout. Liverpool are preparing a 35 million bid for Atletico midfielder and Spain um, and Spain midfielder Sal Niguez. Apparently Leicester Manchester uh, sorry Leicester AC Milan and former club Inter Milan have expressed an interest in signing Brazilian forward Philip Coutinho. Um, Everton will only listen to permanent offers for Moise Keane. West Ham face competition for Roma goalkeeper Robin Olsen with Atletico and Leo Keane. PSG believe they can land Pogba for a cut price 50 million as they plot a raid for the 28-year-old. Um, Louis, uh, Louis, Van, Louis Van Gaal is expected to take control from um, from Frank De as Netherlands gaffer. Apparently, Olivier Giroud is on the verge of joining AC Milan on a two-year deal, which is quite crazy. Um, Tadis, John, Tadis Chong of Manchester United is close to joining Birmingham on a year on, on a season-long loan. Um, you know, the 21-year-old. Danilo's revealed he would like Gab Jesus to join him in at Juventus. Mikel Damsgar is set to become a Premier League player next season with the Denmark Stars agent in talks with a number of English football clubs. Apparently Leeds, Leicester and Tottenham are interested in him. Rafael Benitez is keen on signing France and Barcelona defender Lynette. 
from Barca, obviously. Um, apparently, Klopp has told Anfield bosses he wants Kingsley Coleman, boy. That's a mad thing. Apparently, they're also looking at, at Daniel Marlin of PSV. Um, apparently, Bielsa wants to sign Ryan Kent from Rangers. And Leeds are trying to sign Leon and Ivory Coast player Maxwell Kone from Leon people. So that's that in relation to any transfer speculation. Like I said, there actually isn't that much to talk about, man. Hopefully the Euros, you know, comes home. It's hopefully Monday morning we're sitting here and we're speaking from a, a position of joy and all of them things there. But may the best man win and you know, like I said man, regardless, I never thought I would be ending this tournament or even going into it a, a fan of Gareth Southgate. I fully am a, a fan of yours. Don't get twisted. The football is still atrocious. What was that? Don't know what that was. But yeah, the football is still atrocious. The you know, there's still a lot of question marks, but at the end of the day, it's a results business and we're getting results in it. So I can't really complain, people. So yeah, man, it's a short but sweet podcast as it always is. I'm very appreciative of all the support I get under the Deluded Podcast, the DG podcast, the really and truly podcast, you know, better yet, the people's podcast. You lot make this for what it is. If you haven't checked out the rest of my content, I'll probably be doing a watch along on on Sunday. So make sure, you know, whatever half an hour from kickoff, make sure you're having a look on my youtube account and you'll see a watch along where i'll be doing live commentary and that make sure you have a butchers make sure you have a roam around all my other content i'm sure you haven't seen all my youtube content please make sure you're following across all socials deludaguna04 twitch is deludaguna187 make sure you're checking out and you continue to check out the dg merchandise link is in the description of this podcast or yeah man it is what it is the hoodies water bottles t-shirts the rest of it and one love to everyone who's got their thing so far um on that note I'm going to keep it moving people like I said short but sweet sweet but short good things have to end sometime always appreciative shout out to you lot make sure you're following on Apple on, on Spotify and whatnot. if you're listening to this on YouTube make sure you hit the like button and all of those sort of things shout out you know when it comes to the podcast big up everyone who listens on the on YouTube but I'm not going to sit here and lie I got for, specifically for the podcast I got more love for the people that are listening on Spotify Apple, Anchor, because it comes out there first and, you know, you lot always, before I've even uploaded it on YouTube, man, are telling me how good it is and things, so, and, and constructive criticism, so I appreciate you lot, but, yeah, man, we've been here for roughly half an hour, 30 minutes, so, as you can see, I'm still yawning, it's early in the morning, I think it's time to go get some breakfast now that I've done this and upload this, people, so, yeah, stay safe, remember it's coming home, hopefully this time on Monday, you know, Bukayo Saka, Sterling and Cohen, Harry Kane and Grealish and the rest of them, they're world champions, well, European champions, world champions, give us give us 12 months, you know the thing, but on that note, people, DG, I'm out, on a serious note, God bless, as I said, I hope you've all had a good week, if not, drop down what went well, what went wrong, we go again next week, people, um, growth mentality, growth mindset, on that note, stay safe, stay in health, I'd like to extend that to your loved ones, I'm out.